Welcome to the Nice Minds Podcast, everybody. I go by the name of BMXC, also Brandon McCollum. I am with LP. She is a host of the Eargasm, which I don't dive into what the Eargasm is exactly. Absolutely. So the Eargasm with LP is basically a music platform, or I like to consider a music community, uh, where artists come and submit their music for me to review and critique. Um, but it's not just that alone. Uh, we actually have been doing this now, I think, for three years and have built a pretty big music community from people all over the world who have collabed together, have done a lot of stuff and, and went on to do a lot of good music after they actually met on my show. So it's been a really awesome community to be a part of. That's amazing. So you, did you start as an MC then? Because I know that you're a really slept on underrated MC. <laughs> I've, I've heard your stuff and you're way, you deserve way more credit than I feel like you get. So did you start as an MC? I, I did. And I really appreciate you saying that I don't really promote my music probably as much as I should. But I think that's kind of where like the eargasm kind of came in is I started doing music probably about 10 years ago, but more seriously within like the last like five years. Um, and when I say seriously, I mean uploading it to, you know, um, streaming platforms and stuff like that. I didn't know all that information when I first started doing music. And so it was a learning process for me. Um, but I also felt at that time that other people like myself didn't know any of that stuff. So I started to research and do all that stuff so I could also pass that information along um, through the community and through through the eargasm. So not only was it being able to discover like really new dope indie artists, it was being able to educate them on the proper way to make money off of their music uh, because a lot of artists still really don't know how to do that. That's amazing. I mean, that's very similar uh, why I got into this and what I do as well. Um, so with the eargasm, I noticed that you do a lot of reviews and, uh, I haven't seen you do a, I haven't seen a lot of your interviews, but I noticed you do some of that as well. Um, so, so really like, I guess in depth, uh, what, what has the eargasm been in the last like year or two? So in the last year is is actually when my interviews started picking up. Um, and so I was reluctant to do interviews at first. Um, part of the reason was because like I um, obviously everybody is not in the same shooting specifications as I am. Um, and I want them to be able to present, you know, present themselves the way that I see their music. So, um, I was a little hesitant about it at first. However, I was like, you know what, let's just talk to people. The other part of it was, is I really wanted to build a relationship with artists in general and know that they actually like really supported the community. And so I kind of sit back and watch their interaction with the channel, which really helped me decide who I wanted to bring on my platform because I have people who show up once and then I never see them again. And then I have people who have been religiously coming to my shows for the last three years. And I really, really felt that they deserve to be in that spotlight. Um, and so it's been interviews and it's been, you know, a continuation of um, progressive shows. So sometimes I'll have people submit music from when they first started doing music and then another track of them and how they sound now so we can see their growth, which I think is an awesome show to have because everybody started and kind of sounded like, like crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did not sound good when I first started doing music, you know, 10 years ago, it was horrible. It was very monotone and robotic. 
And um, so it's nice to kind of share that um, commonality with them and say, hey, like I was garbage at one point, too. But look at how far we came, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like everybody's got to start somewhere. My mic keeps falling. But that's kind of like a trial and error. I mean, with like with this podcast, it's just been very, very trial and error, kind of figuring it out as I go, figuring out how I want to present it. Um, you, you know, I think the last couple of podcasts that I've recorded uh, have been the only ones that haven't had technical difficulties with glitches and stuff like that. So I feel like everything with creativity is all a learning process and just figuring out, you know, where you fit in and how it's going to gel and stuff like that. Um, I agree. So in particular, uh, how has 2020 treated you and like in the eargasm and stuff like that? 2020 um, has been weird. I think it's been yeah. weird for everybody. But um, I think the biggest thing is like uh, and I did a show on this uh, a couple weeks ago about mental health. And, I caught a little bit. Yep. Yeah. And it was um, it was one of those things where like you don't really think about mental health and how important it is until you really find yourself almost a little lost in it. And like, yo, what what's going on with me right now? Like, yep. you know, am I am I suffering from a little bit of depression or like winter depression? Like what is going on? Um, and so I was not only like full-time school, full-time work, full-time kid in school and full-time boyfriend in school, our house has just been insane. So we, not only that, but we, you know, 2020 kind of forced everybody to always be around one another. And as much as I love my family and they love me, you need a break every once in a while. And I don't think how, I don't think people realize how precious going to work for eight hours is sometimes mm -hmm. um, and how, how that creates a balance in your life. And so um, when we weren't allowed to do that anymore, it really kind of took its toll. And so um, the eargasm there for a while was a nice um, getaway from that. But yeah, then sure. I, I also started to feel the pressure of people relying on me to be there all the time, which then kind of, yep. you know, let things kind of spiral out a little bit. So I said, you know what, I need to take a step back and I need to get myself together because it was it was hard. It was really hard. And it still is. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I can really relate to that because uh, up until recently, Nice Guy Entertainment was uh, a record label slash crew type situation. With some and dope artists, I, I just had... want to say that. Thank you, I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, I agree. Uh, and that's the way I had kind of operated it for the last uh, five plus years. And it was a lot of ups and downs through that. But in 2020, you know, I... I wasn't able to book shows. Right. I um I was I was recording at an IPR for like the last six years. And that was like my home base for for Nice Entertainment, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh and the woman that uh that would allow me to record there after post graduation, she got laid off and then my time just I just lost my time there. Um yeah. and so I was kind of left with not as much resources and I found myself, we were just, we were trying to put stuff together, like, like, like a cipher and different things like that. And things just were not gelling and there was miscommunication. And, um, you know, during the pandemic, I'm not going into people's houses and recording them and stuff like that. And it, I just found myself at like one 30 in the morning, one night, just having an anxiety attack in bed, reading my phone with this group chat, just going off. Yeah. And I'm like, what you know why am I feeling so much anxiety from something that used to give me joy right you know and so 
I had to really think about it. And I mean, it, it was a long time coming kind of just because of my own mental health and hurdles that I had faced over the last couple of years. Yeah. But I decided I was like, I called everybody individually and I said, you know, this is, I have to make Nice Entertainment my personal brand instead of a crew. Yeah. Uh, and that's just the way that I feel like it should be ran at this point, you know, hopefully in the future, because I have nothing but love and respect for everybody that I had involved, but I, and I hope in the future I can pick things back up where they left off. But for now, you know, that's where I'm at with that. So, um, so, I mean, the future is kind of, there's a big question mark on the future, you know, for so many people. And that's why I feel like I wanted to do this podcast was to talk to different people and different voices and different opinions and talk about, you know, kind of working together and where, where do you see the industry going? I mean, I know that there's this huge question mark, but what do you think 2021 and beyond is going to look like for people like us? Oh man. (laughs) I mean, I think, I think you stepping into the podcast world and um, this, this digital age. And I say digital age because like, I, I don't really like, I, I'm not a huge social media fan. I do it because it's something to do when I'm, you know, like flicking through stuff. But um, at this point, if I want my brand to be successful and continue to be successful, I'm going to have to figure out if for some reason we can't go see people in person for a while, or if I can't, you know, interview somebody face to face, or I can't do any of that stuff. How am I going to do that? How am I going to accomplish still being able to reach out to people? And so, you know, I personally think what you're doing and what I'm doing is, is a perfect way to do it, whether you're doing it just with, um, you know, your vocals, or if you're doing it with a video, you know, whichever it is, I think it's a good way because a lot more people are listening to podcasts nowadays. Um, and I'm yeah. honestly behind the curve. I don't have the eargasm on a podcast uh, program. I don't have it up there right now. I should, I definitely should, but it's one more thing to add. You know what I mean? And it's, it's hard when it's just you, you know, taking care of that stuff. Um, but as far as where it's going to be all of 2021, you know, honestly, I don't know. Um, I think it really like deters on what's going to happen with this vaccine and all this other stuff that's coming up. And, you know, you just have to kind of hope for the best and, and make sure you're taking all your precautions and do it. And you're supposed to, cause I mean, I was, I was traveling in the midst of all this and just being really careful. I went to Virginia, I went to Washington and shot my video, you know, I did all that stuff, but you know, you kind of like push the line a little bit and you're like, okay, I need to reel it back in. (laughs) You know, I need to, I need to remember that we're in a pandemic right now. So, but I just feel like humans are meant to interact in person and it's causing a really big hiccup in like our normal DNA to be doing this right now. Um, especially me, like this is this is, that's probably one of the main reasons this has been really hard on me because I'm so used to traveling freely and I can't right now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, same thing with me. I was so used to going to the studio and, you know, going to shows and doing all that, all that stuff. And yeah, it's just put a huge disruption. But at the same time, I, you know, and as much as this year has sucked, I I have noticed a lot of positives. Um, I feel like with, with starting this podcast in particular, uh, I wouldn't have been able to get you know, a lot of the, I guess, um, mentorship and uh, so, like a lot of the guests that I've gotten are uh, because everybody would have been so busy. 
That's true and, too. Everybody got time you know, now. <laughs> you know, exactly. Everybody's got nothing but time at this point. So I, I do feel like it, it, it kind of gave everybody the opportunity to kind of take a deep breath and look around yes. and, and see what people are doing. And they're like, oh, this person's super interesting. Or, you know, maybe notice people or notice things that you wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, it's, it's kind of made people slow down and and take the time to do, to do that, which that's not always a bad thing either. I don't feel like we're supposed to work eight hours a day, 40, day, right. you know, 40 hours a week for the rest of our lives. I don't feel like that's normal. That's insanity, if you ask me. But, um, you know, you need to be able to branch out and do other things that maybe you're not comfortable doing or maybe that things some things that may cause you a little bit anxiety or uncomfortability whatever it is to push the envelope a little bit because I feel like right now creatives are being the most creative at this point in time that you know we've ever probably had to have been so you know you have the lives um the live streams of people performing music, they have to figure out all that audio and how to conduct that stuff. That's something that even I haven't figured out yet because I've thought about it too. But, um, you know, all of that stuff takes, you know, a mindset and a a drive to want to do all that. So, I mean, I think it's a good thing for people right now too, in a way, but at the same time, you got to find that balance when the balance before was being able to leave your house normally, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, there's just so many variables at this point and question marks at this point, like what what could happen. And I hope that this just kind of shines a light on on things that should be paid attention to. You know, I, I ho- hopefully this will after we are able to get back together. I hope people as a community just really come together and people start going to local shows and supporting. Definitely each other way more and i i do i think that is inevitably what is going to happen i I think it's just going to create this this mega sense of community that we didn't have before absolutely i i I think especially here in minnesota look i'm i've never lived in minnesota ever this is the first time i've ever lived here i've lived here for four years um i met yari at my first performance i'm i'm pretty sure you know who yari is right yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, and he he's like, oh a, yeah, yeah, Yari. Yeah. I do know Yari. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and sure. so I met him at my first performance at um, Fifth Element, and um, he like blew me away. And he automatically came over to me and was like, "We need to do a song." And so he was the first. He's dope. Person, he yeah. is very dope. And um, he's the first person that I ever did a track with here in Minnesota. And we've done a couple other tracks um, as well. And so um, what I can say about Minnesota and the music scene in general is there's one, there's just a lot of talented people here. Um, And two, it's just an epicenter for music in general. Like so many like artists come here to perform red man method man i mean everyone yep. you got the rhyme sayers um you know everybody Sarat comes here sometimes and performs i wish she would come here sooner but um she's been performing out in like uh california and a couple other places recently but yeah. um you know you have all of these just greats that like to come here and and just it's really dope to to be in because where I was living at before I had to drive to Milwaukee is actually where people first discovered Lyrically Poetic or LP Um, I had to drive like four hours away just to you know hit an open mic so it was a lot of work damn so where are you from originally I, I know we talked about this but I can't remember um, I'm originally from VA. Um, okay. Yep. I grew I up in Yorktown, Virginia, but then you know lived in Illinois for the most of my life. Briefly, um, I was in the military and then came back and um, actually moved to Minnesota for work. So. 
Oh, okay. That's what's up. What were you doing at the time? Um, when I was living in Illinois or what do you mean? Uh, to come to Minnesota, like for work. Oh yeah. So I was a project manager for a hospitality company that, um, ran like valet out of hospitals and stuff. And so they had a, actually worked at Hennepin County Medical Center downtown, which was a crazy hospital to work at. That place is dangerous. Oh (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, Like I I can't tell you how many times I got threatened because I didn't want to get someone's car. They're like, I'm going to come back and shoot you. I was like, wow, (laughs) have a good day. Damn. (laughs) But that's um, crazy. It is like, it was wild. But um, I don't work for that company anymore. <laughs> We're word, good now. Word. Yeah, I'm um, glad for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But that that gave me the opportunity to kind of explore Minnesota a little bit more, um, and you know, find a job that I really wanted to kind of stay in, which now obviously is going to be IT. So nice. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, were you aware of the 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 music scene here before no. you came here? I had no idea. Unaware? Like I didn't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I knew about the Rhyme Sayers already. I actually did a um. When I was in Milwaukee, Psalm One, she did a performance out there, and we were on the same show. She's really dope too. Um, but yeah, um, she is super dope. Yeah, I opened, I opened for her back, back in the day. I didn't get to talk to her uh, like five years ago. I opened. Nice. You know what? That's weird because I feel like that was around the same time, it was for me. Well, no, it really? probably it probably it was in Milwaukee. I can't remember uh, oh, where okay. in Milwaukee though. Um, but yeah, it it was uh it was a quite, quite a little bit ago, but yeah, she's, she's dope. So I did know about her and I knew about the rhyme sayers and everything, but I didn't realize how many mm-hmm. people like came to Minnesota to actually like perform. And I'm talking about like, it's the, crazy, you know, like Wu Tang. And then they had the X games. Like I didn't know all this stuff went down here until I moved here and like worked right next to the stadium. And I'm like, Whoa, what is all this? So, yeah. I mean, it's always been this crazy community i've been a part of it for like 16 years now i mean and to your point i mean even people even come here to kind of cut their teeth and like get experience like lizzo she came here strictly i think for music i don't think she moved here for any other reason Um, it wouldn't surprise me and she um you know she lived here for like four or five years i want to say and just kind of grinded in the local scene and then she met i think uh i think Laserbeak, uh who's you know pos's producer um and then like that kind of helped get her name out there and then she just blew up and blew took up. off and now she's superstar yeah so i mean yeah minnesota has just got that talent and i but i feel like only the i don't want to say it, luck but it's it's very hard to blow up out of here And I feel like there's so many people here that can blow up. That's the crazy thing. Like, I I, know. Oh, my gosh. There's so many like, oh, my gosh, I can't remember. So there's this group here and maybe you can help me out with this. And I feel really bad because he worked for me when I was the project manager. One of the guys from the group. um, Oh, my gosh. He's in a he's in a group with like three other guys. And they're a really dope hip hop group. And I can't remember their name. Um there's something with the it's got roots in it i think um oh yeah i know who you're talking about um i can't remember i had one of the guys worked for me and i didn't realize is that it he was, deep rooted tribe yes is that what yes it is? yes deep rooted tribe that, yeah okay yeah. they are so dope i love they're them. super dope and um i was able to to go and see one of their shows um and then you have um akita i don't know if you know who she is no not familiar oh my gosh i don't know how she hasn't blown up um she's kind of like I don't even know how to explain her, but she is just raw. She is super raw. There's a lot of people here in Minnesota that I was just like 
finally experiencing. And as I started doing my interviews, I really wanted to go interview them in person because I feel like even though I'm not from Minnesota, I need to break into that so I can start putting these people on, you know, in rotation of promotion. But I like yeah. to sit down with them. Just Will is another one. Awesome singer. Oh, yeah. Just Will's. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I just haven't had that opportunity. And before that, I was too busy with work to actually do it. And now I have the time and I can't do it. You know what I right. mean? So sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the same kind of similar with me. I, I was going through like the worst time of my life with, because my mom had cancer from remember, 2018 yeah. to 2019. And so I was helping her for like a year straight. And then I went back to school, long story, whatever the people will probably hear this a million times. Um, and then last year I got sick for like four months. And I remember so seeing that. Liter literally from the beginning of 2018 to the end of 2019, I couldn't do too much. Yeah. Um, and then finally I was like, I was ready to go. I'm like, I feel great. You know, earlier this year and ready to do this this and that and then all of a sudden in march covid <laughs> covid just just insane just yeah. insane yeah so that's crazy um but yeah i mean and no wonder that you're slept on i mean because i didn't really think about how you haven't really had the chance to really be out there and stuff i mean from the music that i've heard from you you're you are so dope i mean like people need to know about your dopeness so i mean that that was one of the many reasons i wanted to have you on here well i appreciate and that <laughs> i don't yeah. i don't promote myself like i should but you know i feel like if people want to find my music they will um you know i don't i don't like to to do that uh holly tagged you and 99 others oh i hate that <laughs> i don't hate like to that. do that so it's one of those hate things that. like i'll post it on my page and i hope you'll listen you know and if not i'll hit you in your inbox and say hey would you mind taking a listen to this this is my new album yep. or my new track yeah i i hate that tagging stuff i mean people if anybody's listening that does that stop that shit don't do that, that shit that shit is ridiculous and and most of the time it's people i've never talked to nope they've never sent me a message nothing never sent never like interacted with any of my posts no. nothing mm -mm. And, and i'm just and, like why are we still friends well yeah and it's that and then i noticed that they they tag people who are in the scene as well that I'm good friends with and stuff. So like, obviously they must know that like I roll with these certain people and stuff. You so know what it is, is they, they added you and then they went through your friends list and added all of them. You know how many times people do that shit? Yeah. I can't. And I'm like, yo, if you want me to introduce you, let me do that because you're, it's a lot more than, you know, them saying like, oh, hey, Holly referred me to you as opposed to, yo, what up? You know, like you want to or just drop right. a link in the inbox. Like, don't do that shit. Don't, yeah, do, don't that. do that shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, we could go all the do's and don'ts. I should have a whole podcast. Yeah, on the do's and we don'ts should. <laughs> well, about, I got like, plenty to talk <laughs> about. Let, let's do that, because <laughs> I feel like people really, really need uh, social media etiquette. One on one. One on one. Prom promotion etiquette so, i mean but the, that's the thing it's it's hard i mean and i and i understand the i guess desperate desperate feeling like the desperation because you know you're you believe in yourself you believe in what you do and stuff yeah. but you know and i have the same thing that you though i i have a hard time talking about myself and what i do and um and promoting and then even running a record label um as you know, successful or unsuccessful as that was, I, I never knew how to be like, yo, my people are so dope. 
you know, like listen to these people. Right. And so that's and that's another reason why I wanted to have this podcast. I mean, it just goes back to just giving people that platform, letting people know that, hey, there's some dope people out here that you need to check out and um, are worth listening to and absolutely um, good good people at that you know yeah every every little bit of free promotion helps i don't think a lot of people realize um you know what word of mouth really can do sometimes just exactly. like the stuff with with that lemonade shout out to the lemonade dude um uh, v yeah yeah i've known him for a minute uh we go back like 11 12 years that he's one of the best people i've ever met i mean he's just the kindest sweetest dude you'll ever meet and the fact that he started this lemonade company and it's so damn good yeah like i i can't help but like always rep it and yeah that's what i mean and, and it, you know? if you you're somebody obviously that i respect and i've you know always same because you've got your label and just you know as general as a person but it's one of those things like i don't I don't normally like I'm not going to take everybody's word the same way, if that makes sense. Right. You know what same. I mean? There's certain yep. people that I interact with or we have interactions and we're on the same page and that I'll do business with. And that I'll also refer. If I don't refer you, that means I really don't F with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I can't give that that blessing to somebody else and say, hey, go hit up Brandon, you know, then then I obviously we're just um, affiliates on Facebook. You know, we're not For real yeah. friends. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I appreciate um, that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think we started talking like two years ago or something and yep we talked pretty in depth and whatnot and we just kind of hit it off right away i appreciate that um absolutely speaking of v though did you did you end up ordering that lemonade so i wanted to order it but i wanted to go pick it up and it said something about like i wasn't sure if he delivered to maple grove so i haven't ordered it yet because i actually want to like meet him but you again, stay in maple grove yeah i do too really <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know that. I had no idea. Crazy. I thought, you were, I thought you were in Minneapolis. I thought you were in no, the city. Oh yeah, I'm in Maple Grove. That's funny as hell. Yeah, so we're yeah, way closer crazy. than we even. <laughs> yeah. No, he does deliver to Maple Grove. Oh, he does. Okay, so then yeah. I'm gonna for sure order because it said Minneapolis, yeah, so I wasn't sure like how far they did like the daily deliveries on Sunday. So now That's I'm for up. sure. V, I got you. <laughs> hell yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, we're talking about doing some sort of uh, sponsorship with this. Um, so any sort of uh, referral I send him, we're going to work out some sort of deal. Definitely do so. that. Like I've been trying to figure out what companies, and that was something I really, when I first started the Eargasm was like, who, like what businesses should I reach out to that would, because sometimes I, I think in my head sometimes it's like what sponsorships would mesh with the platform that I'm using. Yep. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you have, but who everybody drinks shit on camera. So that's great. You know, like, oh, sure. you know, that's a perfect placement. But for me, it's kind of like, I wonder, you know, so it could be clothing, like all the stuff you see behind me. This is all stuff that people either have made me or I paid for their artists that have that are on my show who also paint or they're like the that orange thing back there is a graffiti artist that I used to go do shows with. He would do live graffiti while I was performing and you know like I just love to support everybody it doesn't matter if you're an artist rapper or an artist drawer like everything um so hell yeah that's what's up we need more people like you I I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> just saying we need more people like LP I appreciate um, that hell yeah and I wish you nothing but success I mean you you're killing it and I know that stuff is hard out here but I just I hope that you continue doing what you do yeah. and just, you know, just keep grinding. 
absolutely. I just got to remember to take a break when it's needed because I yeah. really tried not to do that before and I realized oh, that sure. that's not the way to do it. So same. Yeah, same exactly. Yeah, I mean I I I we covered all the bases that I I feel like we should cover and uh, uh yeah, I really appreciate you doing this with me and for um offering support and uh all the feedback that you've given me and uh encouragement and yeah you're dope thank you absolutely it was it was good to have me on here like it was yeah well overdue i think it was hell yeah i appreciate it absolutely hell yeah (laughs) 